0: Welcome back to the show, everyone. I've got Siobhan Thatcher here with me today. Um, she led sales enablement for Ring Central for five years. You've got to go check out the full episode that we did. Siobhan, we've got five questions, rapid fire, five minutes. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. What is the number one, and, and so this could be for your previous role, future roles, but what do you say is the number one sort of soft skill or, or professional skill for sales teams right now?
1: The number one soft scope for the sales teams or the enablement teams?
0: The sales teams.
1: For the sales teams is uh, being able to ask questions that are open-ended.
0: Ooh, I love that. Um, How do you go about getting leadership to buy into the initiatives that you wanna roll out?
1: Having a conversation with them and ensuring that what we are rolling out is aligned with their go-to-market ideas, and that it's measurable in a way that will impact their KPIs.
0: Mm. Love it. Conversation two-way, right? Not, not yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Well, thing is, the the things that we work on, they were already involved in in the first place. So yeah. going back and saying, did we do right? That yeah. We, we don't do a program unless there's a buy-in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Love that. Um, all right. Uh, how do you give this is i don't think we talked about this in the episode but how do you give people time your the sales teams um for all the way up down through the the ranks to give them time to reflect on what they're doing uh, and and use that as a learning initiative
1: time to reflect that's interesting um all too often as you know learning is a one-way street right it's Mm -hmm. just uh you know you soak it up and that's it. The way to reflect is that you make it a two-way street. You require much more interactivity. You do a lot of role-playing. And you make sure that they can respond in some fashion fairly quickly on a timeline mm. with what they've learned. Mm. It right? doesn't, doesn't have to be a certification. It can simply be, what have you learned from this? Or at the next one-on-one they have with their team that you attend or a member of your team attend and say, What did you get from it? So you realize whether or not very quickly they actually got it. And if they didn't, what do you need to do to reinforce it? And have repetitive reinforcements as you go along. Mm. Have checks. Just check in. Hey, when did you use it? How would you use it?
0: I love that. And for for folks listening, go back and listen to the episode, the full episode. We talked about the cadence, consistency, and focus that are built into those one-on-ones. I think that's a great addition to that. Um, All right. How do you... We talked about this a lot in the the main episode. How do you encourage people to teach each other?
1: People want to learn. People want to learn new things. The reason that a lot of learning doesn't stick is not because it's not good learning. It's because the emphasis on the value of the learning or the time frame set to do the learning wasn't set up. right. I don't like calling it training anymore. We've been calling it the facilitation of learning. Yeah, thank you. Because it is... People require a certain amount of time to do it. And if they are stock chock full mm. of work every day, all day, all week, then they have to do it on a weekend. And frankly, that just, you know, no, that is not, that's disrespectful, right? We talked about mm. respect. Mm. It's disrespectful. People have families. They have things they want to do in their lives. Going to work is is a job. Mm. It's not their whole life. And so we have to make sure that we include during that work process a time for them to be able to do it in whatever fashion it is some people do it right away some people do it later some people have to take it process it and get back to it some people have to do it audibly some people have to do it you know in 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 different ways make every opportunity for people to be successful and if you do that again learning will be a choice Mm. and not a chore Mm. when you put it on a weekend it's a chore
0: Mm. Yeah, I love that. And it becomes a habit, almost, the way you describe it. And it becomes a
1: habit. I want to learn. I got something out of it, Mm -hmm. and I can put it into play. Tell them how it will impact them, what's in it for them. Mm -hmm.
0: So key. Yeah. Um, All right, so final question. How, Assuming you get all those things right, and you've got people sharing ideas with each other and sharing their experience, and that tacit knowledge and tribal knowledge that we talked about in the main episode, How do you go about capturing those ideas and insights that people share in one-on-ones, maybe in group settings, maybe in in more programmatic ones? Um, How do you go about capturing them for future use?
1: We have discussions on a regular basis. I have one-on-ones with my team, right? They have one-on-ones with their team members. So on a weekly basis, each one of my managers has one-on-ones with their enablement people. What have you learned? And we we have a process, right? We have their MBOs. Their MBOs every quarter, the MBOs were aligned, they had three of them. One MBO that was associated with something to do with the company, one MBO that was associated with something to do with their team, and one MBO that was associated with something to do with them, Mm. a a personal event. Mm. And each one of these had to be something outside of the normal one-rate work. Mm. And so that is how we not only were they able to take on a project that allowed them to expand their vision, but it also meant that they had to work together and collaborate and learn from each other because their MBOs depended on
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And and then but then the because you mentioned this portal that, that you a single source of truth yeah. that you set up at Drink Central. So the 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 practical side of capturing these ideas, someone comes up with this really great way of 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 approaching an objection, for example, with someone and, and it's and it's helping them meet their objectives and, and the business and everything. How do we? How do you think about capturing that so that someone else can benefit from it in the future?
1: So again, it depends. The tech really helps with that. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. So when we have something like that, it can be part of and be added into um, the the training we may already have around objection handling, mm. right? We review the training on a regular basis. They were always coming with updates every month. There's always updates to something. Yeah. Um we also, if it's something that's, you know, really good like that, where they, maybe that objection helped them win a deal or mm. something along that line, then you have discussions and and it comes out on quarterly reviews or on all hands or, right, we highlight the successes, yes. we highlight where it's important. Celebration is a big, big thing. Yeah. It's a big thing in my team. We made it a big thing across the sales organization. And then put it into the portal. So when somebody says and puts in a search saying, eh, here comes an idea on how to do it, make it available, right? It. Some of it is we have to keep on people to do it, but I ended up with a with a, a, a uh, I'll call it curriculum design. I don't like calling it curriculum, but I, mm-hmm. you know, it was a design team mm-hmm. that were responsible for a lot of that stuff. Cause I also was responsible for customer training, mm-hmm. direct customer training. So we wanted to make sure that whatever we had on Ring Central University was going to align with everything that we were getting here That's as well. Right. We also got feedback from those folks too, mm. right? I went to teach this to the customers and there are lots of questions around. It's like, oh, okay, well, there's you, something we need,
0: yeah, to, huge,
1: need to pay attention to. Huge
0: data signals there, Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. Love the, the the essence of that answer. The idea of like I almost sort of release notes for the training. You're constantly like doing a version update, and then this is yep. what's changed. This what's changed based on all these insights and data that. Yeah, getting. and we
1: don't we don't force it onto people. We make it available. Mm. They know and they trust now that when they do a search on something, it's going to bring back the most current and most reliable information.
0: Mm. Excellent. Well. Um, If you listening uh, enjoyed that, please subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the full episode with Siobhan. I would highly recommend you check that out because we've unpacked a lot of really, really great insights. Siobhan, thank you so much once again for coming on the show.
1: Thanks, Andrew.